Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy and Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? Oh my goodness. We are heading into holiday season hot. Hot. Heading in hot. Lots of things happening at once. Going in strong and heavy. Uh, I was gonna make heavy. a heavy joke about like coming heavy, planet, you know, and then and honestly I failed and my brain just couldn't do it. So that's how we're doing. I couldn't crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, we are... Uh, what, so today is... Uh, we're recording on the 24th of November. So Thanksgiving's in two days. Which is ridiculous. I feel like this year has been both the longest year and the shortest year, like somehow at the same time. But also we say that every year, but this year just feels more. Just more. Just, it's just fucking more, man. And less all at once. And also, yes. Uh, <laughs> we have plans to talk about, uh, we're going to say this together. You ready? Modification. I didn't know if we were going to add in the body right? part. I know. I, uh, I blew that. Yes. So modification. modification. We've got, originally we were going to talk just about body modification, and then we expanded it, and we were thinking about, all of the ways that humans modify themselves uh, and realize that, you know, it's a, it's a lot. And we're going to talk <laughs> mostly today about, um, I guess, our experiences with body modification, um, a little bit of uh, history on it. And we are talking about, uh, I guess, what you would say would be considered modern like the things that you think of when it comes to like modern American body modification, right? So today, we're going to talk about kind of like our tattoos and piercings and stories and just uh, society. And we're also just going to like rap about what the fuck ever, man, because I feel scattered as hell. <laughs> Even with meticulous notes, we scattered. So yeah, and, and part, of, part of that idea of focusing here means that we can then build on this topic and talk about brain modifications in our, you know, in a future episode and kind of how... We've adjusted to things, but real, real solid focus today on on how we've adjusted our own bodies. Oh, yeah, Ooh. we've presented Ooh. ourselves to uh, the world and and learned about ourselves in the process, right? That was pretty. Yes, that was nice. Yes. Uh, uh, so we do still have locking the f down check in. So I am going to do that though, even though it's a little little bit off. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, what stay at home routine modification has uh, fucked with you the most, Noodle? Not ever exercising at all. Uh, like none. Like n- none exercise. I put my, I put my Fitbit, Fitbit back on in October and holy shit balls is my numbers low. Is my numbers? Uh, I, I cut my goal in half I, from 10K to 5K and I am really, really mostly not succeeding. Um, so yeah, that's great. That's great. I feel really, really positive about that. That's a you know that's a good answer. It's a solid answer. I feel like it's a lot of people's answer. Yeah, right. right? Question. And this is why we uh, we check in while we're locking the f down. Um, I think. What do you want to do? You want to go right into it? Right well, first? well, I mean, what you read, noodle, yeah. of course. But you wanna, or do you wanna talk about other stuff first? Do we have more? Chance? No, I, let's let's do let's do what you read, noodle, let's and do I'll what just you read noodle because I go think, uh, go from there. I hope people are reading right now. I think people that have been reading yes. in the lockdown, like reading more than than maybe usual, enjoy that this holiday season and use it to like not be so anxious. So I think this is and really in good. all that that extra time that you're saving by not traveling anywhere to see other right. people. Everybody give each other hints for the holidays. Yes, I. I think that's a great gift idea. That's always my go-to. Right. So, uh, um, so the last time we talked, I had mentioned House of Earth and how I was really excited about reading this, like, kind of socialist, anti-the man. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it was not good. It doesn't really convey any of the things that... There's, like, three sentences about building a house out of Earth and, like, damn the man, and the rest of it is this couple that has sex and squabbles a lot, and then the last 100 pages are her having a baby 
in graphic detail, and having, frankly, already had a baby, I don't want to read about it. So that was disappointing. Um, But the good book that I read, and I don't even know if it's good, is what's weird about it. The Huntress by Kate Quinn, which I super judged by the description, and I super judged by the cover, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. And I'm reading it from one of my book clubs, and it was so riveting and interesting that I read 550 pages in 36 hours. Yeah. Um... I repeat, it's not well written, it's not literature by any stretch of the imagination, but the story is well told, and it is interesting enough that it really, I was like, what the fuck happens? So it is kind of uh, jumping perspectives between a Nazi hunter, or a, a group of Nazi hunters, and how they ended up as Nazi hunters, and then the person who they are chasing, who's like trying to hide the fact that they were a Nazi, it's all like post-World War II in Europe and in America, and then also some of it during World War II. So it was just, it was really good. It was really interesting. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. I don't want to read anything else by this woman because I don't think she's a good writer. But I really think that the story was captivating. Um, So that's The Huntress by Kate Quinn. That is a great cover. It is a good cover. Yeah. It's uh, it's foggy and mysterious. Yeah. I totally just it this up. It felt like it was going to be YA nonsense, but it's not. It's uh, it, it was really good and quite quite graphic at times. Really, like a uh, uh, violent graphic. Violent graphic, scary graphic. Hmm. Yeah, it was it it was grabby. Like it grabbed me and kept me. And like I said, I mean, I was reading it in between meetings at work and then talking about it in my meetings, and I was like, oh man, this is this is this is not appropriate. What are you doing here? Maybe you wanna you wanna rein that out. So I mean, but but the sign of an interesting story. If you're reading about yes. it and you immediately want to talk about what you just read, maybe yes, maybe NSFW, huh? Yes, yes. Keeping it real with all of our digital connections. They really, I think they appreciate that about me at work. <laughs> this is what this is why I'm. <laughs> I keep things exciting. <laughs> and speaking of exciting. 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 Let's talk a little body mod. Talk a little bit. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I mean, there there is a lot. There's a lot. Um, let's let's do the human history because I. Uh, it's funny. I was talking to to dude about this, and we we did talk about um, bodybuilding, and I can't remember um, what what he was. I probably should have made a better note. Uh, I can't remember exactly <laughs> what he was talking about. It was this documentary or something that he watched? But it was. Um, they talked about how bodybuilding is a body modification and people don't think about it that way, but it is, it is a form of that. And then I got to think about all the different kinds and, and the stuff that we're not going to totally talk about today, but the idea of, you know, humans expressing themselves permanently is very, very cool. And the kind of control aspect of it, what you can and cannot do to yourself. Um, surgery, not surgery, versus, you know, this is just something I can control and this is something I can adjust in my behaviors that will change how I present myself and so on. So I I think that's interesting. A a lot of the research that I did was about more um, external changes to your body rather than I'm doing a thing by, you know, not bodybuilding and not necessarily uh, surgery-related, but more art related expressing your your body expressing art through your body so in 3000 bc is when is was one of the first known examples of tattooing um atzi the Iceman, with over 40 tattoos and branding and that's one of the earliest documentations we have of body modification uh, interestingly, in 583 BC, if that's the sort of thing, um, which doesn't make any sense. Actually, I think that that date is wrong. These should all be AC. This, these people don't understand what BC means. Whatever. The Bible says, basically, like, don't cut your flesh, don't print or any ta- anything on yourself. So the Bible is like, no tattoos, not okay. Leviticus, I was like, Psh. Uh, Clearly, that did not stand for long. Um, in the 13th century, and again, this is just kind of like rough ideas of when things have been discovered and when we think these are happening. Um, the Maori, I think is how you pronounce that, the New Zealand natives, 
um, have a lot of facial tattooing. Oh, that, that's become Maori? That, Maori. It might be pronounced Maori. Uh, it's it's a well documented like history, and so let's say in 13th century, white guys discovered that this was happening. Um, <laughs> white guys there's a lot. This and wrote it down. <laughs> right there's there's a lot Quote of unquote, scarification right. as as ritual scarification, which really uh, we saw. And by we, again, I'm talking about white America really kind of has our first big view of in Black Panther when Killmonger has those beautiful keloid scars all over his body to mark all of his mm-hmm. his history on himself is like a really good example of body modification that we don't see that often. Um in 1891, Samuel F. O'Reilly patents the tattoo machine and its design, like while it's been adjusted a little bit, like it's pretty standard for what tattoo artists still use now, which is amazing. He was like, I made this thing. You could just keep using it, which is a thing that happens a lot. Um, but that's a whole other episode, the idea of, like, the, the, the initial tool creation is, ends up being, like, the good one. Right, right. Um, in obviously during World War II, Nazis used tattoos on. They would tattoo the prisoners, the Jewish prisoners, and identify them with numbers. And that's like a very big example of tattooing as a like very serious negative, like a a branding. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of history of branding. I mean, obviously through through slavery, um, but that is I. I that is obviously that is not an expression of self. That is something that somebody is doing to you. So I think that we're not going to focus on that unless as much you have in cho- this people do brand themselves on right. purpose. People do in a there s- are, totally separate. Yes, there thing. are um, cultural references to it. There is uh, fraternities have some branding rituals. Same thing, scarification rituals, and that's. I mean, that's kind of. A little bit outside of our scope, I think, of immediate well, yeah, I experience. Mean, here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> to be totally clear, I mean, we're going to start by talking about what we know about, which yeah. is uh, not that. that. That's just not something. I mean, I've known people who have, who, have done, who have done branding, who have branded themselves, who have done, who actually, when I was in junior high, I think we might have talked about this before. What we call it scarification now, but it wasn't called that then, at least not if you were doing it. You know, you were a kid, and that I don't know, it's not like a word that I knew when I was 12. It's like wasn't part of my vocab, you know? Yeah. Uh, but people were, you know, uh, the cutting, cigarette lighter brand. Well, cutting people's names into your leg. That is scarf. You are, that's exactly what mm-hmm. you're doing if you're using a razor blade to write your boyfriend's name in your hand like a fucking oh idiot. Oh my God. And, and, and maybe you're dropping ink in it. That's, that's you know, you're self tattooing. Yeah. But a lot yeah, of people. Prison tattoos. Cutting their yeah. shit up and waiting for it to scar, and like now my, you know, legs, whatever. Middle school boyfriend, and I, name and that's not me. My... And that's not why, why we're not. Right. Really <laughs> You're like, I I'd like to. I'd like to be very clear. Don't here. know anything else about that so much. I have no experience with it other than having seen it and been like, totally get on that with standards and licensing. Um, and in 2006, the Guinness Book of World Records recognized body modification as a world record. And the first record was, was set by Elaine Davidson for the most pierced woman with 4,225 piercings. That is a lot of piercings. Oh, she, I bet she jiggles so much, though. I bet yeah, like, I don't know where you have that much body, but, like, good for you. That is dedication. Ooh, right? And whose job was it to count that shit? Like, if you're the Guinness Book of World Records, you're, like, just, like, clinking over one little hoop it's a pr- at it's a, a time. Ah, etiquette. shit, I lost it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. You just tick, 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 tick. That's... That's a job that right there. Is. Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's and awesome. Yeah, I, I, those three, those four dates are, or three dates are seem so They're recent. Like yesterday, yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, if yeah. last year wasn't the nineties, then I, have no I don't want to admit on. that I'm really old. I have no idea what's going yeah. on. I will say that I do feel lucky that I didn't start getting tattooed until post those things. In yeah. 1992 and 19, I, safety. It, it, I'm shocked that it was not into. It was 1992 when they started having licenses. Whew. That's, well, that's true. I mean, I guess I do remember a lot more people when I was younger getting like tattooed in your friend's garage. Right. Shitty. 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 Tattoos. Shitty yeah. tattoos. People are. Still They're still out there. Tattoos. They're just not. You They're know. still out there. Mm. 
they're all hiding under everyone's clothes, <laughs> mocking them all day. There's that dumb tattoo you got in your friend's basement, you moron. Happy being 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. That's accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, so let's talk about... Let's talk about our history. You have a funny story, you said. You said you have a funny story. So I have three tattoos. And one has a funny story, one has a sad story, and one of them I got with you. Yeah, um, that was a good that was a good yeah. appointment. That was a yeah, it really visit. it it really was. Man, that uh that vegan Australian tattoo was, artist had a lot of things going for he him. He did have a lot going on. I really Wish he hadn't left the country immediately afterwards. Right. I don't know where he is. Because dude would have been in him. trouble. Because I was gonna do really, really work hard to to have you date that man. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. Pretty I mean, it's pre dude, so oh, you know, yeah, worked yeah, out. Pre-dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry, he was dude. something else. <laughs> when we call him, he was gone. We're like, oh, <laughs> I'm so sad because I want him to do all the rest of my tattoos well. forever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I follow him on Instagram. It seems like he's doing fine. Oh my god, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So the first tattoo, the first tattoo I got is my sad story. Uh, I have my brother's initials and an infinity sign on at the base of my neck. And I went with my dad and we like wept. We both wept hysterically the whole time. And this poor tattoo artist was like, are you, are you, are you okay? And we were like, one, we're both afraid of needles, so this is going well. But two... No, we're not okay. And this guy was like, do you want me to stop? I was like, if you stop, I'm never going to finish it. And it'll be a half infinity sign. And that's embarrassing. I can't. Like, right? That's, that has to loop. So, so that, that was, it was pretty tragic and awful. And this, this guy was basically like, don't come back here, please. Um, which seemed like a good idea because I am afraid of needles. Which brings me to the second tattoo that I got, uh, on, on my lower calf, upper ankle, I have a lightning bolt, which I got very drunk in Mexico in somebody's garage. Uh, luckily, the guy was, in fact, licensed and very professional about it, but he should not have tattooed me. He should have been like, you drunk, you dumb, like, what are you doing? Uh, but I didn't get hepatitis, so I was real, real pleased about that. But I remember afterwards, like, puking everywhere. And I don't know if it was the adrenaline puking or oh. if it was the beer puking. It really could have gone either way. It's like both. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, exciting, was, but, like, drunk puke. Yeah, yeah, no, that was, that was pretty, pretty terrible. And the beautiful tattoo that I have on my left arm, my left forearm of the girl reading a book with the Tom Robbins tattoo with the Tom Robbins quote that says which you know we'll we'll sh- we'll bust out a picture of this cuz I got a good one of this that says yeah. ink is the blood of language and paper is its flesh and uh, interestingly this was drawn from a piece of artwork that was gifted to me and then drawn for me by a friend of the pod Jennifer Lane yeah friend of the pod and we we went together. I didn't puke that time. I, I don't think I even cried. No, it was you were very. Yeah. you were a you were a delight in the chair. Yeah. I would say. that's kind. Yeah, that's that was kind. very. It was like that was a good appointment. It was. Yeah, fast. and I'm like itching. I'm itching to go back when this is done. I'm gonna go get big old things tattooed on me. Especially because then I'm I'll be done breastfeeding by then. Because apparently you're not supposed to do both at the same time. Yeah, like dies, right? Talks. Yeah, and like fear of infection, and also right. it's hard to carry your kid around with a tattoo. I, like, I can't pick you up; my arm hurts. It's hard yeah. for me to carry my own so. arm around, so <laughs> I don't want to put something in it. Yeah, I don't want to carry my purse. Yeah, carry a child. Yeah. And you, you have a great many tattoos. I do have a great many tattoos. Um, those are really those are solid stories. I um, I don't know that I have as many solid stories. I think the older I got, I got a little more. I have become less, like, I'll just go get a tattoo and you might not know, right? That totally happened with, like, your last five tattoos. That totally happened. Yeah. Um, It's become less of a a to-do, like an event, and more of a, I'm doing this thing for me today, Uh, which is kind of, I think, you know, just like where I am with it right now, and that might change. You know, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, I got my first tattoo at 18. I'm going to be 38 soon um i will say it gets it's harder 
I think the older you yeah. get, right? Like, yeah. recovery time is harder. It's a little bit longer. You know, things maybe are in different places than they once were, so they might hurt yeah, more. Harder to reach. Here. Maybe some. Yeah. Uh, I definitely noticed that for me, the, the fattier the spot the longer the healing and the more, you know, the bruising and, like, the gravity of the situation makes it obnoxious. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely don't feel done yet. Uh, my funniest in-shop story has to do with my nose piercing. I've definitely told you this. Um, I, so I got my nose pierced drunk on a boardwalk somewhere in Florida. Uh, As you do. Right, and my friend uh, got a... She had her first tattoo. I got my nose pierced. I could hear her screaming in the other room. And uh, I got my nose pierced and almost passed out. And I was about 22 at the time. So I'd already done some, you know, I had my ears and stuff pierced multiple times by that point, And I'd had some tattoos. But I think it was just, you know, all the alcohol and the heat and probably like the little bit of a sunburn that made that not a great choice. And I almost passed out and whatever. The actual funny part of the story in a shop though comes like a month later when I try to take that ring out and change it and I can't get it out because my nose has grown over it and I have to find a tattoo shop and I have to I have to find a piercer to take it out of my face and change the ring for me and at that point as when I was like shouting in the chair like why do people do this to themselves and the guy was like dude we have people waiting outside could you not? Shout you about shut how terrifying it is. You're in the private piercing room. They can just hear you. They can't see you. They don't think you're fine. So that was yeah, cool. that's hilarious. And he was like, it, your hole is like crooked and like wrong or whatever. And you should probably, you should let this close and refix it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm never, no, I'm not going through this again. I finally got my nose pierced. It's done. It's fine. Give me my, give me my ring and let me leave. I'm out of here. That's. And it's, you know, it's worked out. I mean, it's. I, I will, yeah. having gotten my nose pierced twice in the same place, do not go the second time. It's right. way worse than the first oh, time. I was like, that sounds like horrible advice. It's fine. <laughs> it is horrible advice. Don't get it done a second time. I, I did my cartilage yeah. in my ear twice. Yeah, that was stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's just your ear. Like, that doesn't. That's not attached to everything you do every single second. Right. They're, they're just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't you can cover them up with muffs. Like I don't know if I have any funny, like or super cute tattoo stories, which seems weird. Well, can you can you tell us about your favorite? Um, or top two? I don't have a favorite, but I do have um, on my inner arm. I have oh a set of hearts that match each other that kind of look like Valentines, and one is a dedication to. uh, uh, the movie Sleepwalkers, <laughs> and it says Clovis inside. If you're a fan of the movie, Clovis is the cat who pretty much saves the day. Yay! And, uh, the other side is another heart valentine that uh, depicts Fry and Leela's arms after having been pulled from their sockets, holding hands, floating in space forever. Uh, Futurama. Which is so romantic. Match. It is yeah. romantic. But if I, put my, yeah, if I put my arms up, they're like symmetrical and that just really does it for me <laughs> it really does. and they're beautiful they Thank your you. your guy really captured the colors so well he did his color he did is good. yeah yeah his color work is good yeah. um i have not braved the colors yet but i i look at yours and i think interesting yeah it's it's i don't think i have any oh i have one two Three. I have three tattoos that are just black. <laughs> you were going to say I don't have any. I was. I was. Turns out three. I'm mostly sure. Three sounds what is your What is your total number? How many How many total tattoos do you have? I'm going to say about 20. That sounds right. I can count them from top to bottom, but it takes a minute. And I... Yeah. 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 Take, yeah. Takes a second. Do you want me to? I mean, that's kind of... That's, that's up to you. No, I think it's about 20. 20 sounds right. That's a good number. I don't have any on my feet because I'm kind of a baby about it, and like it just grosses me out. Thin, you know? thin skin. You can, you can. I can't even imagine. Can I mean, I have. You can see the bone. You can see the veins and like all the little tendons. Yeah. Back and like I have one on my wrist, and like that is enough. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want anything else on any sort of any part of the human body under the skin that's like bouncy or rubber bandy. I don't necessarily want a tattoo over it. 
Seems seems like a very reasonable call, I think. Ugh. Like, just, just thinking about it makes me really upset. Um, my tattoos are more, most of them anyway, uh, definitely have a, a fan vibe to them. They are mostly kind of just little dedications to art and literature that have meant a, something to me. I don't know. You know, my tattoos aren't necessarily, I don't really have any that are like super, super sentimental. I do have tattoos that are buddy tattoos. I do have multiple tattoos with Jess. I've got, oh my goodness, we have, yeah, we have a Eureka matching tattoo, a supernatural matching tattoo. So cute. Is that it? That might be it. I mean, that's still, that is a lot of matching tattoos. I love it. Um, I've got, I've got one with Katie. I've got one with Marissa and Katie. Well, I have one with my ex-husband. Uh, That's not weird. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, you know what? A lot of people have that statement. But I have one with my I'll ex-husband. My recommendation totally is don't ever tattoo someone's name on you. Like, no. I have... Uh-uh. I, I mean, I totally covered my wedding tattoo. That was... Like, mm-hmm. Immediately, I covered one on, the one on my finger. Highly recommend covering. I'm not a removal person. I'm a cover person. Because the, the removals are... are Laser work. Either laser work, and they're supposedly, I'm not saying tattoos aren't painful, but they're supposedly like super painful. And I just, yeah, like, I'm just seems worse. More col- like just color over that, mm-hmm. like with a big ass marker, is so far has been my, my way to deal with it. But when it comes to like a spouse or something, ah, you know, yeah, I don't recommend it. I just don't. But we have, no. like, we went on like Friday the 13th and got $13, ta- you know, $50, 13 tattoos from our right, right. friends. And like, so you have that tattoo with everybody who's gotten a you know, 13. Right. Everybody's gotten Friday a 13. The so there's like a good, yeah, it's more of a communal. It's communal. Yeah. It's a yeah. shared human yeah. thing. It doesn't necessarily only connect you to one person. Forever. Yeah. You, you can get, you can get your kids' names tattooed on you. You can get your parents' yeah. names tattooed on yeah. you. You can get your siblings' names tattooed on you. And then you're mostly out. Right. Uh, right. No. You no, know, no. that's because those are people that you have no choice and about. Commemorating a relationship is totally cool. Like if you have yeah. a, you know, a little little uh, outline of a state you visited and you had a great sure. trip. Like, that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. that's nice and that's a memory that those, will be with you. Those no are stories, what. yeah. But, like, your I mean, my, doesn't have to say, like, you know, whatever. My terrible lightning tattoo is, I definitely got that with a, another person who did not get that. He got a very expensive tattoo that I fucking paid for. That's fine. I hope it looks terrible now. I hope it looks like shit. Also, to be clear, I'm not like downing anyone who has someone's name on their boob. I'm just saying like, you know, if someone was to say I'm going to get my husband's name tattooed on my ass cheek, I would say, oh, my God, don't. Yeah, (laughs) that would be the immediate advice. And I'm pretty sure that like tattoo artists are obligated to say, are you sure a bunch of times? So tattoo artists have, it's, yeah, uh. Everyone kind of has their own set of rules, right? And they'll say, I yeah. don't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Find someone else. I don't recommend it. Most, right. I, most tattoo artists will try to nudge you nicely in, like, another <laughs> direction. Like, okay, so their name is, you know, something that's kind of like a flower. How about just getting, like, this pretty flower? And putting that's a great in, idea. You know, like, yeah. nudge it. Yeah. And, or they'll be like, yeah, get out of my shop. You're dumb. So it's, it's an interesting, like, profession. It's definitely, you don't get to do that in a lot of lines of work. Right. One of, one of my favorite, I think, like, code of ethics is the, the artist that won't do neck tattoos unless you have other tattoos. Neck tattoos or, like, jobs, what yeah. might be considered a job stopper like, in general. Right. I do, I appreciate right. that. That is kind of like... I'm not going to tattoo your face unless you have other right. things that are indicative, that are indicative of... Right. You know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, seriously, it's... I was thinking about this the other day. So, I, uh, I'm i in physical therapy, and then they were, like, rubbing my leg, and, like, you know, it hurt. And I, I every now and then I think about how getting tattooed for me, because I also do not like needles, um, it has unexpectedly worked its way into my life in the sense of, uh, for example, if someone is hurt, you know, my leg hurts, I have pain, I have some chronic pain issues, I'm able to, having sat through tattoos, I kind of, I'm able to sit through these things. And there's some mm-hmm. stuff that I've kind of developed a way of, you know, dealing with the pain or discomfort or, or, or whatever. That's been very useful in other parts of my life. I, 
I think that is a super interesting modification approach for your brain that I absolutely want to talk about in oh, totally. in our in our brain goes, modification yeah, episode because that's yeah I've yeah. sat for tattoos and been like wow I've, I've had you know surgery or I've had this or I've had that and that's mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get through this part of the tattoo man yeah you can dude so it's this interesting cycle of like and like I never mm-hmm. intended to you know some people get a rush from it some people whether it be the pain or the the anticipation of what it's going to be like when it's done because a picture doesn't really show you anything, you know? Right, right. Um, I, I think I fall into that category of the of the adrenaline. Yeah. I mean, I express it through vomit, apparently, but like... I throw it all up there. Right, but it's still, it's the adrenaline rush. Yeah, I usually, I have a, a standard, like, I, I get a tattoo the night before I change all my sheets. So all my, my bedding is super, super clean on my icky, gross, open, whatever. I... Get super high from the whole situation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I like the adrenaline rush because afterward I feel a little too bajiggity, and I, mm-hmm. I don't love it. Um, I guess it depends on how big the piece is and how long I've been sitting in the chair. Um, and then I usually go home, order pizza, have some pop, and smoke some dope. That's my and then pass the fuck and out. Then I go to bed. That is right. my thing. You know, many many years ago, that was a little different. Jess and I would go get tattoos and then like go party. You know, straight from the parlor That's... to the bar was like a thing that you would do. which they really recommend you not. They do doing. recommend that you don't yeah. do that. Yeah. As yeah. Much. Like whatever. For sure, that's hilarious. Um, but you know, it's good to have ritual, which again. Segways, segways into it brain does. modification. It's how how you're able to control those situations. It does. But I'm just giving you guys a preview of next, you know, the next episode. What's so, coming, I, right? I don't want to expose too much. Mm. Mm. Um, let me ask you. This is the secret question for the week, yes. for the month, or whatever. I'm ready. Time frame we're working in here. Um, I'm ready. What body modification did you not go through and wish you had? Oh my God, that is a great question. But the wish you had is the tough one because, like, I wanted to get my belly button pierced and I didn't, and I'm not sorry that I didn't. I'm not sorry. Um, there's there's been a ton of tattoos that I'm like, I want to get this tattooed on me, and then I didn't get it tattooed on me for whatever reason. And there's some that I wish, like I. Um, when I was going through, like, a bunch of, like, really shitty breakups, uh, everybody kept sell- telling me, like, you'll be fine. You know what you're like. You're going to be totally fine. And I thought real hard about getting Know Thyself tattooed on myself as a reminder. Um, there was more than one time that I wanted to get a black band tattooed on various parts of my body. Um Various parts. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had my nose pierced twice. I oh, Like, part of me always wants to go back to it. Part of me thinks, remember how fucking awful it was and painful? Don't do that. Uh, so I haven't. In a, in a slightly lighter version of modification, I always want to shave my head. I have currently shaved right. a chunk of it, but it's not likely that I'm going to shave the whole thing because, you know, work. But I am probably going to just cut it all off in a shorter version. I'm, I wish you could see this great picture that I'm that modeling right now. Right? My hair is I, just... I, I, take a I, don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> everyone, everyone just wait a second, damn it. Big reveal, guys. Dead air for just a second. Totally um, but that's a great question. There's always been like 87 things I want to do to myself, and most of them I've kind of wussed out about. But most of them um, just... Yeah, the the next big one is I that I'm going to do is I'm going to go and get a heart on my right arm in a like heart on your sleeve type thing. That's like a 3D heart with push pins. So it's like push pin on my sleeve. Push pin. You guys are missing. Um, You're not getting yeah. the push pin action. There's a push pin motion situation. Yeah. Basically, once I'm able to pry the pry the baby off my boob full time, that's right. That Which coming. also, I think, you know, once he gets a certain age, if you want to get your septum done, I'll go get that with you. I kind is of that, have this hard like thinking. That oh, I is that the in between? It is, but I is love that like the bull ring? Uh huh. Mm. Tiny little itty bitty loop there. That's it. Oh, maybe. Oh, oh, I'd have to think I about totally that. I'm ripping it out by fucking. Although I never. <laughs> This one's so bad. I mean, I... I don't know. I sneeze a lot. Well, I do pull this out, I guess, all the time. I just... Right. That's... You're like, I'm lying. I'm actively lying. And I also think, like, I occasionally think about the lip ring one, and then I think, 
Uh, I'd hurt myself. That's not. I just just hurt myself. What about you? What's What's been your um, secret? Well, one is the, I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right, the tragus piercing, which is the the inner... The robot one. Your, yeah, the one that's right by your face um, of your ear. I don't know... Oh, and that makes it look like your your your, skin, your face is stapled on. Yes. Those are so cute. I want that. Those are so cute. Uh, I'm, and yeah. I'm doing it as soon as COVID is over. I was just saying to Jess the other day, like, I don't understand what happened in my life. How did I end up 38 years old and I don't know someone well enough who's a piercer who I trust could come to my house and just pierce my ears during COVID? <laughs> What am I even yeah. doing with my life? Um, that's that seems like a fail. So if there's anyone uh, that's listening that lives like close and it's like, hey, I know someone that's really trustable. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, yeah, that I don't know why I've. I think I've put it off just because it's you know I've done the ear cartilage like it didn't work out. So I just like oh, I want this, but like yeah, it's probably not worth it. And like now I regret it, big time. So I want to do that. But yeah, I don't think I have any that uh, either that I I don't you know that I really wish I had gone through with at this point. Other than maybe the belly button ring because I really wanted one and my mom was. Oh hard my god! No. Yes, hard hardest no. of nose, hardest of absolutely I mean, I not. It, what are you ridiculous? It would have looked horrible because I have a very <laughs> belly button. <laughs> I would have been like, is there something shiny in there? What's going on? <laughs> Oh my god! That's, with a light at the end, so I want you to check that it out. That is, I mean, I th- could we do an entire episode about belly buttons at some yes, point? Yes, like, belly buttons are freaking weird. Yes, because t- it used to be a mouth. It used to be a mouth. <laughs> well, there's your next tattoo, <laughs> and that is the body modification episode by. I, I, that's the other oh thing God. I'm always saying, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day, if we ever all go out again, um, for the day that I say, let's just go get tattoos at like 12 o'clock, and everyone's like, okay. I can't believe we haven't done that. Which that was a show. Yes, is probably, like, as yeah. much as tattoo shops love walk-in service, that is like a nightmare. Six they don't love idiots six idiots. Midnight, yeah. They don't want that. Don't do that. No, That's but I just feel like we could make an appointment we, for the No, we should make, we would make and an like, appointment. Plan and plan it because we're reasonable adults. Right? And then brunch. Yeah. So super early. Get it over with. And then brunch, yeah. We'll go yeah, the let's just, let's just do it. Your, we want your first seven appointments of the day. <laughs> you could get us in between 7.30 and 9.30. Yeah. That'd actually be great. <laughs> That'd um, be great. That'd be great. That's when I'm awake. Right? Speaking of old people who get up early, uh, we're going to talk about Political Minute. Yes. Um, I was going to do a lot more detail, but I think I'm not going to do as much detail. So Biden is doing a great job on picking his cabinet. First of all, everybody that's on there is, like, unexciting, which is fantastic. They are career politicians. They are career experienced people in their job. The individual themselves is not exciting, which is fucking awesome. However... The features of the individual is exciting. So uh, Janet Yellen, who was the chair fed, he's, a, he's doing as the secretary of the treasury, first female secretary of the treasury. That's a big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. Um, the, he, he, he's putting uh, Alex, uh, who is this? No, sorry, that's not. My names are all wrong on this, but I I know the basic information. The guy that he wants to have as depart as director of homeland security is an immigrant. He's putting an immigrant in charge of like Excellent. immigration policy. That's a huge fucking deal. Um, the so that's Alejandro Mayorkas, who I believe is from Cuba, uh, which is which is interesting. Um. The he's selecting uh, Ron Klain, who I can't remember what he's doing, but he like, but it's like he's bringing in Jewish members to his cabinet. Right. He's appointing a black woman to be the U.S. representative to the U.N. and I cannot remember what her name is, but it was a big fucking deal. And she's like a like a well historical Democrat, uh, a, you know, a well known diplomat who has been doing this forever. 
and is well respected in the diplomat community and is going to do a good job. I mean, right there. And well respected right, in the diplomat community. There's a sentence can you, you imagine heard in five years, four years. The the creation of a climate czar as a cabinet member or as as a as a like legit position. Um John Kerry, you know what? Sure, why not John why Kerry? Not John I don't Kerry. fucking care. John Talk Kerry about climate. Ideas. John Kerry still has great ideas. Yeah, yeah. Who cares that John Kerry was the most boring man He's on the planet? He's gonna, <laughs> you, right? You know who else is boring? Al Gore, but he had a lot of things to say about climate. So Biden is really like signaling with his picks that he is serious about change and progress and like having a diversified cabinet, which is a big fucking deal. Um. The fact that he's, like, got his cabinet going. Anyway, and we talked about this briefly. Yes, he is picking people that have been historically people that he's worked with before. And in some ways you look at that and you think, ooh, cronyism. These are, like, all your friends. But all of Biden's friends are really qualified as opposed to, like, buying positions as what is happening. So it is it is kind of a double-edged sword there because we spent so much time criticizing Trump for putting his loyalists in position of powers. But the big difference here being that Trump loyalists had no qualifications. Zero to qualifications. being there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's one thing to work with people that you know you've worked well with in the past and you know you get mm-hmm. progress with. And, you know, most people don't seem to have a problem with Tim Burton doing it. So... Right? You know, it's one thing to only only employ How the person people? who donates a gajillion dollars to you. It's another yeah. thing to work with people that you have uh, results with, that you know you can do and- with. There was this huge backlash about how come it's not Elizabeth Warren and how come it's not Bernie and it's because we fucking need them in the Senate, guys. We really do. Like, yeah, we don't. We, we absolutely. Can't to lose them. <laughs> we are not taking a senator from a state that has a Republican governor and giving them the opportunity to appoint somebody there who's a Republican and really just like screw us. Yeah. So we're not doing that. Um, the only other thing I want to call out on Political Minute is postcards to voters for Georgia has opened up again. So if you are interested in being part of the deluge of postcards to Georgia, poor Georgia, uh, you can go to postcards to swing states and they are running their program as well, much like we did for the last postcard writing campaign. I did not know that was happening. That's great. I started it. I just signed up for it today. How many did you do last so, time again? So uh, we just, just, it just came out. They're like, okay, guys, we are ready to launch postcards. Listen, and every postcards. single, yes, every single person in Georgia is going to get a postcard or two or seven. Somebody's going to knock on the door. They're going to get 48 text messages. Somebody's calm every 15 minutes. I almost feel badly for them, but also like, could you once again, save our country, Georgia, please, please. Georgia. Right. Um, yeah. That made me want peaches. Yeah, delicious made peaches. Made me want delicious, delicious peaches. Um, do you know uh, how long that's going to run, this this new Georgia campaign with postcards? All of the special elections are on January 5th. January 5th. So I assume between now and then. Uh, you know, act now, but right. we got January 5th. Da, da, da. All right, January fifth. My goodness, um, has there been anything new in? Um, I mean, what do you? Can you think of anything that I might have missed in the past two weeks? Like a like a political fact that I maybe should know. Maybe our listeners should know. That is a nice positive political fact. Other than the, the cabinet stuff, which is positive as hell. The Biden Harris campaign has officially surpassed eighty million votes. It is the most votes that any candidate set has received in the history of the universe. That is a great fact. I mean, by the universe, I mean the U.S. But, yeah, 80 million. Huh. Really articulating or underscoring or emphasizing the absolute bullshit that is the Electoral College because this election was not close. It was not close. It was not close by even a little bit. And the fact that we have been on tenterhooks since, I'm sorry, for 20 fucking days, 21 days. It's ridiculous. Is ridiculous because he blew him out of the water. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, it's quite beautiful. Um, the only other thing that I think is worth noting is that there is a campaign right now on Parlor, <laughs> Parlor, uh, in which people in Georgia are saying that they're going to write in tr- Republicans in Georgia are saying they're going to write in Trump as a Senate candidate. And you know what? They should do that. That's a great idea, Republicans in Georgia. Write in Trump as a candidate. Because that's just not going to happen. And frankly, it helps us all. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I can't really see a reason for yeah, it not to work that's, out. Yeah. Go right yeah, ahead. Definitely. Go definitely right a good ahead. idea. Also, dear God. So I've got good and ridiculous. Could you imagine you know what? in the Senate? He, he, he can't he be, be a possibly. senator from Georgia. Well, well, he just, many, he for, doesn't live in Georgia. Yeah. But in general, could you picture him? It's one thing to be the president. I mean, I'm not saying being the president is easier. I'm hey. saying, you know, as the president, you're in a bit of a bubble, right? You can kind of... Yeah. Whatever persona you are projecting as the president, you have some sort of leeway to, to project that, whether you know what you're doing or not, right? Could you imagine him in the Senate talking about things? He would just never show up. Like, or as it is... Up about nothing. Right. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of conversation about how, you know, senators that don't show up for votes and so on and right. so forth. He would just literally never be there. Oh, my God. He would said Junior, who's yeah. also not yeah. from Georgia. Which nobody needs. Which nobody right. needs. Go ahead and do that, guys. Uh, that sounds great, actually. Yeah. I would love right? to I, see I think I think that's... Make it a point. Right. Make it a point. Okay. Showing them what's up. You gotta vote. Vote, vote, vote. You vote. You do what you need to do. You use that vote. But you're right. <laughs> Uh, funny. And uh, that's pretty much, I think that's that's it today. We are... Wait, do you want to promote anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm getting to promote. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, um, JK. I thought we were wrapping up. I, that's uh, my fault. I was, pre, I was pre-promote wrapping. It was a pre-wrap <laughs> wrapping. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait to wrap presents, P.S. Like, talk about needing things Yay. to feel good. I. Cannot wait. Anyway, um, uh, we do. We have things to promote. So, Noodle, you go first. You've got uh, Holiday Drive. Holiday Drive. So we did this last year, and we're doing it again this year. Um, Elaine Mahoney, friend of the pod, does a really great toy drive for the people of St. John's Place in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, which is a homeless shelter. And they have everybody sign up and say, I'd like this gift. And so we, Team Tiny Ferrari, are sponsoring a fuck ton of people, which is super exciting. And we would love to invite you all to join us, our listeners. Um, Last year, there were, I believe it was 290 family, 290 individuals, and every single person got covered. Every single person received something. Yeah. That's fine. So... There are less people this year, obviously, because of COVID and, like, everything is kind of all over the place. But it's 260 families, and the goal is absolutely to cover everybody. So, listeners, if you're interested in participating, you can message us directly, and we'll tell you how the process works. We can assign a person to you. You can send us money. There's a bunch of different ways. Um, And, you know, I'm very grateful that my company does a huge matching program, so I'm going to max out as much of that as possible. Right. That is awesome. I like that your company does that. Uh, Yeah, we will post um, some information. You'll be able to find that. You can uh, message us on Instagram. You can also find some of that information on uh, Podbean. It'll be there. Um, And reach out and let us know. Yeah. We, uh, what else? What else do we have to promote? Uh, Supernatural is over, guys. The show Supernatural has ended. Uh, single man tier. Very sad. Um, I'm not gonna talk about how I feel about the final season of Supernatural <laughs> for lots of reasons. Maybe another time we'll get into that. I also don't want to like... I don't want to give anyone even like spoilery vibes yet, so I'm not going to do that. It did. It just it aired like last week, so I'm not going to do that. But uh, I can tell you that I was on an episode of All Time Top Ten with uh, Ben Eisen going over uh, the uh, top ten best songs of the Supernatural soundtrack. Which, if you're a fan, you know is super freaking great. You liked the episode, Noodle. I loved the episode, so I don't even watch Supernatural, and I was like, well, I'm definitely going to listen to this episode. And the, your song choices were super badass. Um, 
I, I like that you made a friend on the episode. I know. Somebody who you've, we've never heard of before. They're crazy yeah, strangers. We have many things in common. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I think you absolutely rocked it. So I was really happy to listen to you be fabulous and well knowledgeable about the show. And also it inspired me to maybe try and watch the show. Which is very exciting because yeah. that's fun. Even though you, yeah, you've been saying watch the show for well, 20 and years and I've just been futzing around, but. It's, I mean, it's now. I'm, so I'm going to commit. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the, the soundtrack, the soundtrack is good kicker. Soundtrack is really, really good. So check that out. And I think we would like to just uh, round out our time today uh, with a little Thanksgiving talk or maybe what we're thankful for. This is going to come up after Thanksgiving, and uh, we hope you guys have a good time. I am thankful that I do not have to make the decision about missing like big celebrations somewhere. I'm thankful that my family has all made the choice to stay home and nobody has guilted anybody about anything that they just stayed home and are being really careful. Uh, I, I am beyond grateful about it. And I like, while that feels like a small thing, uh, it also feels like a really big thing because I miss my family very, very much. Uh, I mean, my mom is here, which has been life-changing, but, like, I, I miss my dad. Uh, I miss Mike's parents. I'd love for us all to be in the same place. You know, I miss, I miss Marie. I miss, like, I miss my friends that are in other places that I would normally see. Jesus, Candy, this is the first year that we haven't had Thanksgiving yeah, together and whoever knows how long. It's weird. Um, but I am really grateful that collectively... We have decided not to try and, like, manage something that's potentially risky and just staying safe. Right. That's good. That's a good one. And, it, yeah, it's not small. I mean, the anxiety level alone, just have, being able to remove that from your brain space and not have to think about that, those kinds of logistics mm-hmm. or anything, is, uh, is really nice. I think I have really since... Since Halloween, when I, I I did say that I was like, I'm gonna we're gonna enjoy the holidays and we're doing feasts and we're doing stuff at home and we're we are staying home and, and etc. It's really made me uh, be thankful for the house that we live in. That um, we are lucky to rent a house that is um, big enough for us not to feel like we're on top of each other. We are both working at home, you know freaking constantly and we are in each other's space and I feel uh feel lucky that we are able to like I can have we can have Thanksgiving dinner outside if we want to we have a backyard that we feel comfortable in and we are well uh moved in enough and everything now when this all freaking started uh, to be comfortable and to uh kind of really just enjoy our space that's what I think I am thankful for that's a great thankful yeah that's a really, really good one. We are. Having, we are. having enough room to not try and kill each other. It's a big deal. We are lucky. <laughs> we are not inside each other's assholes. And I appreciate the beauty of that, especially come the holidays uh, uh, when things can be a little, a little extra crazy. I think that's, I think that's our end note right and there. We're going to end on assholes. Guys, it's been so nice <laughs> to spend time with you. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Yep. And, uh, yep. We hope you stay were, safe. Stay, yeah. Stay safe. Stay. Stay happy. And uh, let us know what you're thankful for, and we'd love to hear about it. And let us know if you want to join in the toy drive. Yeah, toy drive. Because toys are fun and holidays, and we're gonna spread freaking joy. Damn it, love you guys. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye. Bye. bye.